Okay, how do I sound? Please tell me I don't sound low, guys. Please say, Sly, you sound loud as fuck. Please tell me I sound loud as fuck. Please tell me, Sly, you sound loud and crispy. All right. Hold up, let me change something real quick. Wait a minute, let me check the comments. I sound crispy. You can see, you can hear the spit decibels. That's funny. You good, loud, and crispy. All right, all right. So first, my apologies, um, Nick. Wherever you're at, yeah, the there was something loose. Um, apparently, a gremlin came through last night and kind of unplugged some things and unloosened. Uh, power cable that kind of it screws in so a gremlin came through and said fuck all that so that's what happened i do apologize um <laughs> this nigga's stupid um yeah 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 so uh we're, we're good you, you ain't like wait 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 i ain't like oh see why electro voice that's where we're gonna go okay that's that's what that's Nick be on the bullshit. <laughs> All right, okay. Once again, my apologies. I I'm so sorry. Um, there was a loose connection from the power cable into the the mixer, and you have to screw it in down. You know, so that was the, the crackling sound you guys heard, and I'm sure that's probably why it was it was so low. So my apologies. But if you said some dumb shit, I don't feel bad. Okay. Uh, if you said some dumb shit and I, and I got you up out of here, I, I don't feel bad. So let me change this thumbnail title picture and then we'll we'll redo this uh, breakdown of uh, season two euphoria. Once again, my my humblest apologies uh, to you guys. And then not to worry, I will also put this on the movie review channel too, just because. So where is downloads? Cause see, I'm I'm so loud in my headphones right now. I'm stupid loud right now. Okay. Okay, we're all set, we're all set. Okay. We're all set. Okay, and we're back. Okay, clean, clean, clean. So everyone agrees I'm I'm clean. Yo, I'm telling. Listen, I stand on everything I said about the Batman. It is a far better movie than The Dark Knight. I don't give a fuck what y'all say. I like Christopher Nolan, but the Batman is the definitive Batman movie. Okay. You can make any excuses you want um, for Pattinson being a very somber Bruce Wayne, whatever. This movie whoops ass, okay? Okay, okay, so we're good, we're good, we're good. Okay. I thought it was plugs. Nah, girls, motherfucking gremlin came through. It was like, yeah. Hey, um. <laughs> oh, shoot. All right, so let me get caught up in the comments and then we'll, we'll, we'll rock and roll with this. Hey, colorful me. Hey, stranger. Haven't seen you in a minute. Yeah, it was a motherfucking gremlin, dog. Stripe came through. It's like, fuck all that, son. 
Strike was on some bullshit. Okay, so we're good. We're good. Yes, go see the Batman. I listen. And yes, I still stand by the game being better than Tupac. Fuck all that. But no, the Batman is the definitive Batman movie. Hands down. I guarantee in four to five years after we get uh, the, 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 the sequel and possibly the, the third, I'm y'all going to be like, ah, Christopher Nolan was cool, but this Matt Reeves shit way better. Okay. If you're into the whole Arkham vibe, the, the video games. And then, like I said, if you're into detectiveness and noir film style, this is the movie for you. Like this movie whoops ass. So I don't want to get sidetracked. So let's get into my second attempt of season two of euphoria so like i said in the last stream the character that plays ashtray the person that plays ashtray wanna he asked to be written off this show because he wants to be on umbrella academy full time i cannot be mad at that secondly a uh, huge huge plot hole and damn i am so fucking loud right now huge plot hole in regards to ruse dealing with Lori and it's like she vanished but i'm towards the end so i don't want to i don't want to get too ahead of myself so okay so this is new year's eve it's after new year's eve we get fez's backstory fez's uh father is abusive beats fez fez his father's mob affiliated uh, runs a strip club uh, Fez has a black eye. The grandmother comes, shoots the dad in both knees, takes custody of Fez. She teaches him how to bag dope. He's good at math. She's a she's a she's a drug dealer, right? Uh, Ashtray shows up one day, and the grandmother takes him in as well. Uh, Fez's scar. He received a scar uh, being hit in the head accidentally by the grandmother because she was beating some guy for money, and he came to stop her, and he came up behind her. She didn't see him, and she hit him in the head mid-swing. That's how he got the scar. That's why he's like, his talking is a little bit delayed. Not that he's not smart. It's just his motor functions when it comes to, you know, um, talking, it's a bit... It's a bit delayed, okay? Um, up to speed, uh, after Fez pays Mouse, uh, Mouse is the is Fez's supplier. Mouse is the guy that got Rue hooked on fentanyl in season one. Uh, Ashtray, listen, Ashtray is a little murdering little bastard. Ashtray has killed... One, two... I believe Ashtray has killed three people. Ashtray is 12 years old, Okay. At last count, I believe Ashtray has killed three people. He's killed Mouse. He's killed uh, uh, Cutco or Custo, right? And he, I think he's killed one more person that I'm that I'm forgetting. Ashtray is a murdering little some bitch. Okay, Ashtray is about them shits. Ashtray is more gangster than Fez. The kid is 12 years old. I take that back. Ashtray has killed four people. He killed a cop. But we're going to get into all that. So, uh... <laughs> Ashtray be putting in work. Yes, lots of... Ang Man, listen. And I'm going to say this again. If you are a parent of teenage children, you need to watch this show. It will help get you up to speed as far as the drugs, the lingo, um, thought patterns and processes. It may help you recognize some patterns in your child. Um, this is a very important show to watch to stay atop of the drug culture that these kids are so heavily into. I don't watch, I don't say watch it for entertainment, watch it for educational purposes. Okay. So let's continue on. So after uh, 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 Ashtray kills Mouse with a hammer to the head, it breaks the nose of his number two. Uh, Ash, Fez, and Rue are riding around. Uh, Rue is snorting coke in the back seat. They go to Lori. Lori is the plug for Mouse. So it goes Lori, Mouse, then Fez. Usama, what's happening? I say, what's happening? Our AMT, I say they run a former super group. I hope so. Listen, if Ty City Ramil and Mr. Palmer link up, and even with Angry Man, uh, yes, I think you will have a clear, uh, concise division, and you will clearly have an, a new sex 
section of the space, right? So I I wish to see it. I wish to see it. Okay, you're gonna have the 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 educated uh, manosphere, and you're gonna have the the the, the thug side of things. The, 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 you know, whatever. So I'm here for it. Um, Okay. 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 Uh, Tyler run, uh, Nate, sorry. Nate runs into Cassie at the liquor store. They ride to the party together. They're drinking and speeding. Um, Cassie and Nate are in the bathroom. They have sex. Maddie needs to use the bathroom. Uh, Nate's like, or Nate's like, Hey, I'm in here. And Maddie's like, hurry up, hurry up. I need to use the bathroom. So this is whole back and forth. And then Cassie's freaking out because she doesn't want to get caught because Cassie and Maddie are best friends. Little, little Meech from uh, Power BMF, uh, it makes a cameo. Um, Rue then goes to Fez's car and finds heroin that Faye left in the car. Cassie then hides in the bathtub while Maddie uses the bathroom as uh, Nate walks out. Uh, uh, Nate sees Jules at the party. Rue goes back in and finds a guy to snort coke with. This is a new character. His name is Elliot. Okay. Uh, Rue then begins to have a, a begins to OD. Uh, Elliot then gives her an Adderall to help raise her blood pressure. Okay. Jules is looking for Rue. Fez and Lexi talk. She's Jewish and she breaks down the Christians. Okay. So she says, she explains to Fez how Christians were, were corrupted and King James rewrote the Bible in one part of the castle while witches try to change his pee into gold in the other part of the castle. Did anybody catch that line when she's breaking it down to Fez? Did anybody catch that line? Okay. Lexi is agnostic. McKay, the little black wide receiver, the only black guy in the show, shows up to the party looking for Cassie. Lexi keeps calling for Cassie. Cassie is trying to stop her phone from vibrating because she's still um, hiding in the tub this whole time. Lil Meech and Maddie are in the bathroom together. Lil Meech hears the phone vibrating and he goes to the tub and pulls the, 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 the curtain back. He says, hey, there's a chick passed out in here. Maddie says she doesn't, she doesn't care. She walks out. She doesn't take a look to see who's in the bathroom, in the bathtub. Mm -hmm. messy messy Cassie then shows up to the party Lexi is pissed Lexi becomes smitten with Fez now this is one couple I do like I like I, I was rooting for Lexi and Fez I was really rooting for them because he's the rough and tough guy but he has a sensitive side Lexi would just be like her first real boyfriend but he's the bad guy but she's so intrigued by him right and they had their sensitive moments but we'll get into all that okay uh, McKay wants Cassie back. She says she's not a good person. Jules finds Rue. Uh, Nate teases McKay for not sleeping with Cassie. Uh, Nate keeps asking McKay, hey man, did you fuck her? Did you fuck her good? Where'd you come? Where'd you come? Where'd you come? All that weird shit, right? Jules then asks Rue, uh, when did she relapse? Rue uh, tells her the night before. Lexi gives Fez her phone number. Rue then leaves with Fez and Ash. Lexi notices how Fez is looking at Tyler. Possible payback for, uh, for Nate. Nate possible payback for Nate swatting calling the cops at uh on Fez's house that's why Fez or the apartment that's why Fez no longer stores the dope at the apartment at the grandmother's apartment okay payback for swatting okay so Rue apologizes to Jules and says she wants to be with Jules they kiss Fez catches uh, Nate smashes a bottle over his head and begins to, uh, to beat him up pretty bad Lexi sees the violence and she's turned on okay the good girl sees the violence this violent drug dealer guy that she's into and she's turned on. Okay. Pay attention to this stuff. Episode two. It is the first day of school at the new year. Jules and Rue are officially a couple. Uh, Jules meets Elliot, the guy that saved her from uh, OD in the night before. Uh, she did lines with at the party. Uh, Nate texts Maddie from the hospital. Maddie's first job is a babysitter for a well-off family. Uh, Maddie secretly tries on the wife's clothes and jewelry. She has this idea of wanting to be a kept woman. She realizes if she does nice things, say nice things, she'll get things from men. She knows how to play the game. Okay. Um, cat, the little fat, the little thick girl, the, 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 the webcam chick. Okay. She envisions Ethan being killed by a Viking warrior, then being sexually dominated. You keep hearing this talk about 
how women want to be always dominated, even sexually by men, right? And then here, here we go in this TV show, it, it portrays a young teen, even at her visceral, most basic moment, yearning to be dominated because Ethan is a nice guy. Ethan cares about her. He's a good guy. That's not what Kat wants, okay? Okay, uh, Nate, uh, Nate lies to his dad about the attack. Cassie is spazzing to Nate. Nate tells Cassie if Maddie finds out, she'll kill Cass. Cass has flashbacks of Maddie beating up other girls. Cassie knows Maddie is with the shits. Cal shows up to question Cassie about Nate. Fez's new roommate uh, is Faye. Faye is an actual porn star. She's a legit porn star. She has the, the, the horrible collagen injections. She moves in with Fez and Ash. She's on the run because apparently she pushed somebody over a two-story railing. Cal, Nate's dad, uh, threatens to get the police involved. Cassie dimes out Fezco. Cassie snitched on Fez, causing friction between her and Lexi. Lexi decides to stop being so passive. Rue begins to snort lines with Elliot. Kat is uh, depressed. Uh, her alters tell her to start loving herself. So Kat has this montage, uh, this scene where she has all these different alters of herself. And they all tell her to start loving yourself. Start loving yourself. Okay. <laughs> Wait. Faye is nasty, nasty. <laughs> Faye is nasty, nasty. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, oh, shit. Did I... I'm sorry, y'all. I'm I'm not in checking for the comments because I'm just want to get through the show and you know what I'm saying. So um, forgive me. Uh, Rue sees Cassie meeting up with Nate. Uh, Maddie fa facetimes Nate. He ignores her. Rue goes to uh, Narcotics Anonymous. Okay. Ethan, Cat, Jules, and Maddie go bowling. Nate tells Cass what they did was a mistake and it's his fault. Lexi goes to see Fez and then she ends up seeing Faye. She didn't know. She, she thought Faye and Fez may have something. She didn't know, okay? Fez does not care for, for Nate, but Faye does like uh, Fezco, or Fez, yes. Lexi likes Fez. She thought Faye liked Fez, or they were, had a, they were a couple. They're not, but yes, Faye secretly uh, uh, covets Fez, okay? Uh, Cal shows up at Fez's store, the daddy. There's a standoff. Ash grabs a pistol. Ash, Ash, <laughs> he gets the he gets the pistol, okay, and then the father pays for uh, Cal pays for the the, the the items and leaves, okay. Uh, Ali, her sponsor, Rue's sponsor, gives uh, Rue a ride home to meet her mother. Faye asks uh, Fez if he killed Mouse. Cassie then returns home. Cal questions Nate about Fez. He tells Cal that Jules told classmates they had sex and people threatened to go to the police to tell and to tell <laughs> to tell on Cal having underage sex. Okay. Nate then tells Cal he was sticking up for him. Cal apologizes. Cal asks if Nate has the sex tape, the tape of him with Jules. Jules lied about her age. If you remember in the very first episode or first two episodes of season one, uh, when when Cal is is about is meeting or dealing with with Jules, Jules lied and said she was 22. At the time, Jules was 15. Okay. Episode three, Cal's backstory. This is where we get to the daddy. This is where all the issues come from. Cal's backstory he has a best friend named Derek. They're on a wrestling team. Okay. Cal is attracted to Derek. Cal is dating Marsha. Marsha is his current wife. They're high school sweethearts. Cal tells Derek everything. Cal's dad is overbearing. Cal uh, went to Duke. Derek went to a state school. Derek and Cal unknowingly go to a gay bar. They dance and embrace. And then during an NXS song, they, they, they hug and kiss. Right? So then Marsha tells Cal she's pregnant. Uh, now we, could, we cut to uh, present time. Uh, Rue is in the midst of another relapse. She breaks down how to be uh, a functioning addict. And this is why I say you need to watch this show for educational purposes. So she lays, she lays out 
how to become a functioning addict. She says, find a cover drug, find a cover drug. And then when people accuse you of being a drug addict, you gaslight them. I'll be honest. I've never heard the term gaslight so many times on the internet the last year, right? Any regular conversations I've had with people, I've never heard or used the term gaslight until like a year ago. So now every, that the, the new hot button term is gaslight. Okay, so they, she explains how to become a functioning drug addict. Elliot and then Jules wax philosophies on binary genders. Elliot says, straight people don't wear blinders. Rue then continues to do more lines of heroin. Lexi begins to write a play. Cassie tries to get Nate's attention at school. The girls tease Cassie's country look. Okay, she's dressed like a country girl and they, they're making fun of her look, right? Uh, she is still secretly sleeping with Nate. Cat meets Ethan's parents. Um, Cal begins to stalk Fez. Uh, Rue goes to Fez's plug to get fronted some dope and have the top tier students sell the product. Uh, Lori. Lori is the big dog. She supplied, she's the one that supplied Mouse. Now she supplies Fez. So this heifer in her drug induced state actually goes to Lori to try to cut a deal for drugs. And she says, because I have all these students that are my friends, they're underage, they can sell dope for you. And if they get caught, they're juveniles. That's her proposal. Jesus Christ. Okay. So then Lori fronts her 10 grand of dope and wants three grand uh, in 30 days. If Rue fails to, uh, to show up or pay the money, she will be kidnapped and, and sex trafficked. Lori tells her, she says, look, I know a lot of people, a lot of mean people that would like you. Okay. Ashtray pulls a shotgun on Cal because Cal comes to the house, comes to Fez's house. So they got, they got Cal in a, in a chair and, and Ashtray has a shotgun to Cal's head and he, just keep, he keeps gun button Cal. Ashtray is the most gangster child killer. <laughs> you you got to put him with Striker and Agu. Okay, out of all the child killers, Striker, Agu, Ashtray. <laughs> okay, <laughs> in any order, right? Okay, so Ashtray pulls a shotgun on Cal and Fez interrogates Cal. Ash gun butts Cal and dares him to call the cops. This is Ashtray, right? Cal tells Fez he just wants the tape of him and Jules. Fez is like, I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, tells Cal that Nate is uh is in, is in love with Jules and tells Cal to tell Nate to stay away from Jules and Rue. Elliot and Jules begin to bond over drugs, of course. Ali threatens to drop Rue as a sponsor if she disrespects him again. Rue calls his bluff. Nate then stands Cassie up. Rue then samples the product that Lori gave in front of her. Okay, episode four. Uh, Rue fakes an orgasm with Jules. So Jules is performing uh cunnilingus and rue is so out of it with from drugs she's so numb that you know she fakes an orgasm right she's too high to have sex elliot and rue then begin to make out maddie's birthday cassie gives her a scrapbook cassie uh blackmails nate to leave maddie and be with her elliot and rue are sneaking around behind rue's back Elliot knows Rue uh, snorted heroin. Rue, Jules, and Elliot steal alcohol from a store. Cal is drunk driving in his Jeep. He pulls up to the same gay bar he took Derek to many, many years prior. Cassie is drunk and dancing in her swimsuit at Maddie's birthday party. Cal then dances with a random man, imagining it's Derek. Uh, Maddie and Nate question Cassie's mental state. Elliot and Jules take Rue home. Rue dabbles into the she dabbles in the into the, the suitcase full of dope. Nate and Maddie argue about the relationship status. Cassie throws up in the pool after Maddie makes uh, fun of Nate telling uh, telling her she wanted a baby. Okay. Cal then gets thrown out of the gay bar. Elliot then tells Jules Rue has been doing fentanyl and heroin. Rue, in her stupor, imagine, imagines herself dancing with her dead father. Cal returns home 
and then pisses on the floor, tells his wife, he says he's lonely. He comes clean about the number of men he's been with. Uh, Aaron, his oldest son, is confused. Cal says he's a man and he'll sleep with whomever he wants. He calls himself... Uh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, shit, what did... He calls himself the F word. Okay, so he accepts who he is. He calls Nate his biggest regret. Marsha, the wife, keeps love letters and flirts with uh, a, a camp counselor on Facebook. Cal knows about this. Cal's like, I get it. I get it, right? Aaron likes to watch Bukaki. So um, Cal goes to everybody's computers. He says, you like to watch Bukaki and gangbangs and golden showers. He's like, what is that? Right. And then Cal apologizes to Nathan for his anger issues and says he's not um, allowed to form an emotional connection and he's an emotional person. So it's got to be very, very difficult if you're an emotional person and you can't have those ties with people. Okay. Cal, Cal then leaves. He leaves home. He leaves. He leaves his family. He's out. Right. But the, the, the telling part was, um, Cal always still sees himself as an alpha, whether he's dominating men or women. At the end of the day, he still sees himself as an alpha. He takes what he wants. He eats his kill. Okay. Episode five, Rue then attacks Gia for telling her mom about smoking weed. Jules tells Rue mom, tell Rue's mom about her pill heist. Uh, her mom took the suitcase of dope. She was fronted by Lori. She took the mom got rid of the dope that Lori fronted Rue and Rue is spastic Rue she beats up the mama she beats up <laughs> she beats up everybody in the house right uh she kicks in the door looking for the suitcase and begins to trash the house afterwards Rue then apologizes uh Leslie then the mother says she flushed the dope down the toilet Elliot and Jules were in the living room the whole time so this was her intervention Rue confronts uh, Jules and Elliot. Jules, she says Jules is dead to her. Uh, meeting her was a regret. She calls her a vampire. Leslie, the mother, then takes Rue to the hospital and not rehab. She jumps out of the car in traffic and runs off. Rue then goes to Fez, then goes to Lexi and Cass. All the girls give her a hug, but she doesn't hug them back. She uses the bathroom looking for opiates. This is at Lexi's house, okay? And then she steals some gold earrings, and then Leslie shows up, the mother, looking for Rue. Cassie says, take it one day at a time. Mm -mm. Cassie, Cassie shouldn't have said nothing. So then Rue reveals to everybody that Cassie has been sleeping with Nate. Nigga. <laughs> Maddie is livid. Rue goes back to Fez's. She uses her, uh, she uses his bathroom to look for pills. She then sneaks into his grand, his grandmother's room looking for opiates. Fez catches her and then Fez has to throw her out. She then sneaks into a neighbor's home through the garage and then comes, uh, comes a family dog that sits on her lap. Uh, Rue begins to steal jewelry, cracks the code to a safe. The couple returns home. Rue is hiding under the bed. She's discovered and runs out of the house down the street. Basically, she saw a couple leaving their home. She sneaks in the and in and in, in underneath the garage, somehow finds the safe, somehow finds cracks the code, finds money, and then she's hiding under the bed. The, the dog is like roof, roof, roof. The, the father looks under the bed and she runs out. The dumbest shit ever. This, these are plot minor plot holes, and I'm like, this is so this is unreal, unreal. Okay, okay. So then. She comes, uh, she comes across some cops. She vomits. They begin to chase her. She runs into traffic and causes an accident, dis disrupts a quinceanera. She hides in a garage or in a, in a garbage can and then escapes the cops. She then shows up to Lori's house and offers the stolen money and jewels as a form of partial payment. Lori, her backstory was she was a collegiate athlete. Okay. And she got hooked on Oxycontin because she had injuries from, from her sports career in college. She became a school teacher. Uh, Lori wants to be paid in full. Lori gives her a bath. And then, of course, because Rue is, is fiending right now, uh, she says, do you have any, any pills? She says, no, I just have this needle. 
So she gives her a shot of morphine. So then we have flashbacks to Rue's dad giving her a bath, uh, Gia's birth, and his funeral. Rue then wakes up and attempts to break into the stash and then escapes out of, the, uh, out of Lori's bedroom window. Uh, Rue then returns home. Now, here's the problem. Here's a plot hole. Now, if you remember, when Lori's in the tub with... Uh, Rue's in the tub and Lori's on the side, you, you saw multiple tracks in her arms. Multiple. So that tells me she, Lori held her there for a while, right? Because the, the first time... It's implied the first time she's like, "Look, I I, I, can't, I need pills." She's like, "I only have this needle," and then they, they, you have the shot of her about to put the needle to the arm, and you already see track marks there. Okay, so they, that's a plot hole. So you, she would have to have been there for a few weeks, at least, to generate that many, that that amount of tracks in her arms. Okay, once again, this this is plot hole issues with this second season. But let's continue. Episode six, Rue is still withdrawing, uh, struggling, trying to unwrap a Jolly Rancher. She wasn't accepting it to rehab program. Rue then apologizes to Ali, her sponsor. He forgives her. She finally is able to unwrap the Jolly Rancher. So it's the scene she's trying to unwrap the Jolly Rancher. She's got snot coming down her nose. <laughs> and she's just frustrated because she can't, her motor skills are just shot that she can't unwrap the fucking Jolly Rancher. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes. Plot, plot holes plot hole so it, it tells us that she's been there for some time like Lori held this motherfucker hostage for a, a while okay uh yeah yeah definitely 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 okay so then ali comes over to cook dinner maddie is processing cassie's betrayal to cat cat tries to feign a breakup with ethan she lies about having a brain disorder she tries to gaslight ethan ethan doesn't fall for it and he proceeds to break up with her because he's too nice. She, he's too nice. Right? Lexi becomes inspired by recent events to put on a play. So basically, she's going to put on a play about all of her friends. That could be a good thing. Could be a bad thing. Okay? She confides in Fez. Cassie calls... Uh, she, she called bombs Nate. She calls Nate like 50 fucking times. Okay? Nate... And his mom bond over Cal leaving. They debate Nate's anger issues because Nate's mom is Marsha's like, hey, just don't take your anger out on us. Right. He's like, I'm only angry at dad. She's like, no, you're just angry. Right. So then Cassie tries to plead her case to her family. Cassie believes since they were broken up, she didn't do anything wrong. Nate's mom says she likes Cassie over Maddie. Lexi figures out it was Nate that told on Fez. Nate's mom says her and Cal raised a uh, a more flawed child and remembers how sweet he used to be around the age of around eight or nine. Uh, he, he darkened. So remember when the age of Nate discovering hit Cal's porno collection. That was a time when in, in Marsha's eyes that Nate kind of went dark. Okay. So that kind of, that began his, his sexual confusion to a certain extent. Okay. Cassie then uh, tries to compare, uh, she tries to compare her life to Rue. Nate attempts to leave his dad, leave, lead his dad's business. He pries open a, a drawer and finds a, le a letter from his dad saying, congrats on being the man of the house. Nate then takes his dad's gun. Maddie confides in uh, Samantha, her employer, the, the, the lady she babysits for, right? Her employer admits to sleeping with her best friend in college. She admits to being messy and a fighter until she met her husband, Sebastian. That means she sat her ass the fuck down. Le uh, Fez and Lexi cry over Stand By Me. So they begin to even get even closer. They're, they're crying over this movie and they're singing uh, Stand By Me, right? Uh... <laughs> So then, uh, Cutco, I think his name is Cutco, or Cust Custer, Custer, he admits to Faye that he's working with the cops to help solve Mouse's murder. He mentions Fez and Ashtray. Now, this is Faye's ex-boyfriend, okay? Nate then visits Maddie and uh, forces her to accept his apology by playing Russian roulette. So Nate shows up at Maddie's, got the gun, he, he points the gun at her, and then he points the gun at himself, and he takes, take, you know, plays a Russian roulette in front of her. And so she's just all freaked out, right? 
Uh, he tells Maddie Cal slept with Jules. Maddie then gives Nate the CD. I don't know. I don't really even remember how Maddie came across the CD to begin with. I forgot. So he gets the CD from from Maddie. Okay, so then Nate goes to see Jules. He apologizes to, to, to Jules and gives her the CD. And they both admit to each other everything they said was true. Because remember, when, they were, when he was texting her, um, he, he was trying to trick her. But then he began to like her and fall in love with her. And she fell in love with him. So whoever, the, you know what I'm saying? So what they said to each other, they, they admitted it was true. So you never know, season three, if they rekindled their, their affair or whatever the case may be, right? Okay. Episode seven. Oh, no, 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 I take that back. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I skipped the part, I skipped the part. Okay, so then Nate moves Cassie into the family home. Now we get to episode seven. We have a flashback to Rue's dad uh, at the funeral. Lexi walks in on Rue snorting coke as the opening scene to Lexi's play. It, uh, it's called Our Life. Now every scene in this particular episode is from the play, okay? You have to watch it to see what I'm talking about. So every scene I describe is from the play. So basically Lexi spilled all their secrets and just it was messy with it, right? So flashbacks of Fez telling Lexi to be prepared for pushback from those that the play is about and if her intentions are good, okay? Uh, Lexi, Cassie, and her mom are being displayed in the play and being dissected. Fez is getting dressed to go to Lexi's play Faye's boyfriend Cutco, Custo, whatever his name is, shows up to Fez's and then he places his phone on the, the table. He's recording the conversations. Okay. Lexi then shows the downside to Cassie being um, known for her body. Cassie shows off her relationship with Nate in school. So now she's she's in school with Nate, walking with Nate hand in hand and dressing very, very provocatively. Cause listen, let's be honest. Cassie's a bad motherfucker. Cassie is a bad mofo, and she knows it, and her attire shows it. Okay, she's very busty. She's got big muscular legs. She's blonde and blue, blonde hair, blue eyed, perfect Aryan chick. Okay, <laughs> shit. Um. Okay, so then we we cut to a flashback of Lexi and Cassie's uh, driving with their dad while he's high. Okay. Lexi then dissects a, spe a, sp a spiel about social media and the human disconnect. Lexi uh, doubted herself uh, about the friendship with Rue. Okay, okay. This is a lot of, it's a lot of cutscenes. Gia, the sister, is worried about forgetting her dad, uh, memories-wise, right? We have a flashback to Lexi and Cassie's dad and Olivia dancing together. Uh, but this is all the play. So Ethan is playing... Uh, Lexi and Cassie's dad in the play. All right. Nate then takes pleasure in helping Cassie get dressed before school. Um, Ashtray sees Faye's boyfriend talking to her in the street. Lexi has an aversion to drugs due to the bad thoughts it gives her. Jules and Rue aren't on speaking terms because they're all in the audience and they're not looking. They're just, you know, they, they trade looks every once in a while. Right. Olivia tells Rue she'll fight to save Gia. So the mama gave Rue an ultimatum. She said, look, you're about to be 18 real soon and you're going to be on your own, make your own decisions. She said, this one here, I'm going to fight to save. And Rue was like, you're right. I get it. Okay. Lexi shows the dynamics between Cassie and Maddie's relationship. There's a cut scene of Maddie confronting Cassie. Cassie locks herself in the bathroom. Cassie and Nate totally submit. Uh, okay. Cassie then totally submits to Nate. She tells Nate, like, I'll do anything. It's your body. Whatever you want me to do, whatever you want to do with your body is what, you, you know what I'm saying? So, so she's, she's head over heels. She's completely immersed into Nate. She's like beyond submission. She's like, oh, he owns me. Like, own me, possess me. Right? Uh, Kat continues to do in live cams. So that, that hasn't stopped. So she's fully embraced her, her cam, her camming hobbies. Okay? Nate treats Cassie like he would do jewels. Uh, there's one, there's a scene they have sex and so Nate is having sex like with Cassie, like he would do jewels, like how his daddy did jewels. And then Nate has nightmares of his daddy sexually dominating him. Okay. This is deep shit. 
Jules then destroys the city of her and Cal. The final act of the play, Ethan is portraying Nate and his teammates, the football team. Now, this is probably the worst part of the episode. I, I pretty much fast forwarded through it. So it's a song and dance. It's extremely graphic, extremely homoerotic. So in Lexi's eyes, she sees Nate and the football team as almost like closeted homosexuals behind the scenes in the locker room. All right, so this is this long ass song and dance, all this homoerotic nonsense. I, like I said, I skipped through all that part. So then Nate gets so upset, he walks out of the play. Cassie follows behind. Uh, Nate blames Cassie. He's like, this is your sister. So what the fuck are you doing? He kicks her out of the house. He says, yeah, he said, kicks her out of the house. So then we go back to Fez's. Ashtray grabs a knife. Fez gets ready to leave. Ashtray stares down Cutco or Custo, Faye and the boyfriend, right? Because Ash is like, I'm about to murder this man. Ash already has made up his mind. He's going to kill this dude. Okay. We get to episode eight. We get to episode eight. Yeah, Max, bruh, bruh. Yeah, it was bad. It was bad. It was bad. All right. Right before Fez leaves, Faye, the boyfriend, uh, Custo, tells Fez they found Mouse's body. Faye then signals to Fez to be cool because she knows he's recording that shit. Faye says she was told Lori killed Mouse. Ashtray gets up and then stabs Custer in the neck. Fez tells everybody to be quiet because Custer's phone is recording. Right? <laughs> so Fez comes over and covers Custer's mouth because as he's bleeding now, he's right? Ashtray. Shout out to Ashtray, man, right? So then we have a flashback of Lexi telling Fez her life plans and that social media takes away from the mystery. Okay. Uh, Lexi checks her phone throughout because she saved a special seat for Fez. And he had texted her, hey, I'm on my way. And she texts to see if he responded. He hasn't responded because all this shit is going on at the same time. Rue then sees Cassie. Cassie is seething. Okay. Nate just kicked her out the house. So she's pissed. So then... Uh, the mother Sue sees Cassie. So Cassie starts walking down the aisle and everybody's looking at Cassie like, Oh, what is she going to do? Okay. Cassie walks down the aisle with a very sinister look. Uh, she walks up on the stage during the play, clapping her hands and completely derails the play. Cassie brings Lexi out in, in front of the crowd. Sue, the mom then comes out. Cassie accuses Lexi of being a bystander uh, Maddie then reveals what Cassie said. Lexi then walks off. Cassie then attacks the actress playing her. Remember the scene when Cassie and Lexi took Molly at the f at the f carnival, and Cassie was riding the horse on the on the carousel, and she had an orgasm because she was high off Molly. That was the scene being shown, and then Cassie beat up the girl that was playing her riding the pony, the carousel, having an orgasm. Okay. Uh, Maddie then charges after Cassie through the hallway. Sue, the mother, says, close the curtains, close the curtains. Rue has visited Elliot and forgives him. This is a cut. This is a flashback scene. Elliot then sings a song for Rue. So the song that Elliot sang for Rue should be out on Apple iTunes now, right? After the play, Lexi is consoled. Uh... Oh, by her, by her stage manager, the, the, the dark skinned sister with a very squeaky voice. And then she faces her cast and then Rue and the crowd starts a Lexi chant. And then they begin to finish the show. She addresses the crowd and she then dedicates the show to Fez. Okay. Back at the, at Fez's, Fez's, uh, <laughs> Fez punches a, uh, ashtray and tells him to walk out and surrender. Because they already know the cops are on their way, if not already there. Okay. Uh, Fez agrees to take the rap. Ashtray is like, no. So instead, Ashtray grabs a pistol, ammo, and rifles. The cops are approaching because Faye can hear the uh, setting up outside the door. Ashtray gun butts Fez and locks himself into the bathroom. 
Nathan goes to see the cow, his, his dad at the warehouse. He's surrounded by gay and female escorts and a bunch of friends having a, a, a what they what has a drinking orgy, whatever the case may be. Nathan asks Cal if he ha- if he's happened or if he's happier. Cal says yes and no in some ways. Okay, Nathan has recurring nightmares of his dad uh, uh, dominating him. Um, does the uh, tape? Does he have the tape? Right. Cal then tells Nate. Uh, He's, he messed up. Nate pulls a gun on, on Cal and then all of his tapes are on a thumb drive. So he pulls a gun on, on Cal and he pulls out this thumb drive. And then the cops show up. Nate was working with the cops against his dad. So all the footage on those seat, on those DVDs put on a thumb drive and he gave a copy to the cops. Okay. Back at Fez's, the cop SWAT team bursts in. Uh, the cops approach Fez as Fez is walking backwards towards the cops. A flashbang goes off. Ashtray starts shooting through the door. He he hits uh, he hits Fez in the side. Fez goes down. Then the cops return fire through the door. <laughs> and then a shootout ensues between 12-year-old Ashtray and a bunch of SWAT team members. Now, mind you, Ashtray is, 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 is uh, shooting with, a, I believe it's an M4, right? It's an M4 rifle. Not an M4, but a, a Mini-14, a Mini-14 rifle. Sorry, gun gun guys, it's a Mini-14. Um, the cops return a barrage of fire. As the cops approach the bathroom, uh, one of the SWAT team members opens the door as Trey's plain dead. Then the cop turns around and says, hey, he's down. As Trey pulls out the shotgun, point-blank range, shoots the cop. And then you see the red dot on Ash because Ash knows he's, he, he really fucked up. So you see the, you see the red dot and the right to the head. So they take out Ashtray via headshot. Okay. Lexi always feels like she's been forced to take care of everyone. Fez is arrested. The play is going, uh, is still continuing and the audience is riveted. The next day, Rue calls Lexi and gives her kudos on her play. They begin to reconnect. And then Rue begins to exercise her demons. After the play, she's given a, they're given a standing ovation. Maddie, Cassie, and Kat are in the bathroom. Cassie tells Maddie, Nate broke up with her. Maddie tells Cassie, this is only the beginning. Jules and Rue talk after the play. Jules tells Rue she loves and misses her. Rue gives her a kiss, then leaves. Rue stays clean throughout the school year. Season two. The biggest plot hole of all this is what happened to Lori. There's no mention of Lori. None. 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 Um, it was a good season towards the end. Then it got messy towards the end. Then it's like, you know, so I, I don't, we don't season three, but the hell. So season three, we can only assume that Lori will show up at some point for revenge because uh, Rue still owes this money, this woman money and drugs and or drugs. Okay. So yeah, I'm not going to hold you guys. That was season two of uh, Euphoria. Uh, it was a letdown towards the end. Um, uh, I'll be around for season three. So, you know, um, we assume that Fez is going to go down. Um, we we wonder how long Gru can stay clean. And if Lori is, is still a... Yeah, suitcase full of work, man. Yeah, you, yeah, you, you owe for that. So Lori's going to have to make her her reappearance at some point and then um i thought it was fucked up that uh nate did his daddy like that i thought i thought that was fucked up even though his dad was a piece of shit but his daddy was gave him the life that 
he's enjoying now and whatever his, his issues that his dad has sexually that's his business I, I i don't like i didn't like what uh what nate did to his dad i don't like that at all right the whole child underage sex thing even though half of cal's victims were lying about their ages to begin with jules lied about her age right so um <laughs> wait cal cal is gonna be self-made so y'all make it up out of here i'm gonna put this on the movie review channel thank you everybody for hanging out and that donated and yo um in about another hour i got a live one-on-one with my man tony anthems tony anthems is you in the house we're gonna we're gonna talk music business music production all that good stuff and uh so i will be back in about an hour you guys have a good night peace anywhere am i switched to i'm sorry what i did not tell you to get out those are my good and ones my under armor joints and you're not allowed to wear them take your little thick ass in there and take them off how about that Okay, got you. I got you, sis. Got you. So you you so you gonna make me you gonna make me choose violence today? All over some sweatpants. <laughs>